today's show, I'm going to be talking with Beachy, and he is making quite a splash with his new EP. He's got some new songs, some new videos coming out, and hopefully some stories of what's going on there in Miami. So welcome to the show, Beachy. Thank you. I feel very welcomed. Well, I think it's so cool is, you know, you're from Italy originally, and you're over here now. Is there the same tradition of rap in Italy as, as in the United States? I mean, I know that there's rap in Italy. It's not as big of a part of Italian music, I'd say, because if you look just just looking at, like, top 100 in the U.S. and Italy, like, you're not going to see much Italian rap on the top 100 compared to the U.S. where pretty much everything is rap on the top 100. Because when I think of Italy, I think of, you know, the roots of classical music and just, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of musicianship there, which obviously you can bring to rap too. But was it like kind of a shock to the people around you who maybe thought you'd go on to, you know, classical music? Um, I guess, but I never, I never really had a passion for classical music. I just kind of did it because I tried it and then I kind of just stuck with it just because I had nothing better to do. But I, I'm not going to say that I was ever passionate about it. I just couldn't care less. But once I discovered this kind of music, I was I became like so much more passionate about it, and I really felt like this is what I want to do. But I never got that same feeling with classical music. Mm-hmm. Well, this new EP, which has, you know, I've seen two of the videos from it so far, Vector, Bar for Bar. It sounds like you have, um, you know, very accessible, even if, you know, you're not totally into rap music or hip-hop, it seems like a lot of different types of people, you know, could get into your music right away. Yeah, that's what, that was kind of the goal of this EP because it's it's five it's a five song EP, and kind of what my goal was was to cut out any um any filler because you see a lot of albums now, and then it's like let's say a fifteen song album, but two or three songs are good, and then the rest is kind of you can tell that it's filler. So my goal with this project was just to cut out the filler and make a solid five song EP that anyone can listen to and then come back and say, I like this song or I like that song. So it kind of just made it like a super very open to anyone. Cause I've heard so many different people say they like different songs. I think the first one I saw was Vector and you had this Hannibal Lecter from silence of the lambs kind of persona, which kind of blew me away. It seemed kind of very mature, you know, for, a 17-year-old guy, I mean, are, are you old enough to even see Silence of the Lambs yet? Legally? No. <laughs> but, like, it's, um, it's a classic. It's, it's a, a classic. I think at 17, it's it's only, it's, something you can see Rated R at 17. Yeah. I, I just think it's so I mean, funny that. Yeah, I think a new generation is actually loving classic horror right now and loving, you know, the 90s and the 2000s are kind of retro. I mean, is that part of it? You want to pay kind of tribute to those, I guess, what the new generation thinks of as kind of the retro horror? Um, Yeah, it's like paying homage to, like, where... No, it has really nothing to do with what I do, but I just thought it was just a great thing to throw in there, a great concept, just because... It's something that anyone can look at, and then they have that reference. Mm-hmm. Well, again, I, you know, I'm try- I just feel ancient compared to you, which is cool. 
But I just want to, you know, use you right now to like to get into the mindset since you've got your finger on the pulse out there, you know, with people your age. What is influencing people? You know, it sounds like the weekend he's into like this eighties vibe with his music. You know, what are your friends into right now? Um this is a lot of different like um mostly just hip hop rap, um, R and B. You don't really hear much like um sound that you used to in terms of rap it's become a lot more um because before like the way it is now is a lot more electronic it's a lot more digitalized i'd say like a lot more auto-tune usage and then in early 2000s none of that was the case so it's obviously the whole like culture's evolved but mm-hmm. most of everyone I, I know like really listens to just the new the new wave of rap like the like 2012 2013 and up Mm-hmm. Do you have any retro rappers that you really admire? Like, you know, are you in a Run DMC or some, you know, older LL Cool J? I mean, who are your, like, rap idols? Um, obviously Eminem. He's a legend. But, um, he he's great. Um, Action Bronson, who's, like, um, he started, he's not super old. But he started kind of in, in 2000, like, late 2000s I'd say but he kind of started out with that classic rap thing I was going on in the Mm -hmm. 2000s and then Mayhem Lorenz same situation um and then also people like Busta Rhymes and Twista like the more fast-paced rappers were always fun to listen to right because you're pretty fast on your raps I mean compared to compared to Twista it's like I'm reading poetry (laughs) <laughs> well, I wonder where you come up with your lyrics. There, you got some really clever rhymes in there. Thank you. Yeah, for for lyrics, it's it's just whatever I feel like. If I'm just sitting down and I'm hungry, let's say, then I'll throw some lines about food. Or if I like, it, it's all just in the moment because it's not it's not like on this first project, it wasn't so much thinking and making the song super super meaningful. It was more so just creating a good sound and kind of getting, like, creating my own sound, creating my own vibe and kind of crafting that. And then obviously my future projects right now, like, the songs that I'm working on have more meaning, more depth to them. But on this project, it was more so just creating my sound and just an overall, like, happy mood, bouncy, fun, nothing real. Just something just to just listen to and zone out and just have a good time. Well, when you think of a lot of modern um, rap and hip-hop, they use a, a lot of, like, they merge a lot of electronic dance music, or I should say EDM. <laughs> and it seems like your stuff um, incorporates some of that. I mean, are you conscious of wanting to have at least a couple of real solid tunes you can dance to on your albums? Yeah, so that was that was part of the goal for Bar for Bar. Just because in Bar for Bar, you have a constant kick throughout the entire song, which you see in pretty much in a lot of EDM music. And the EDM music is just, they have that constant kick. So it's always keeps that bounce, always keeps the flow. So it's easy to dance to. So that no matter who you are, you can still dance to it and feel the beat. So that was kind of mm-hmm. the goal that I had for bar for bar. So you can kind of see kind of hints of EDM in that song, just because of the, just the constant kick. 
Well, what inspired the music video on Bar for Bar? Uh, Bar for Bar is just a cool idea that we had in terms of filming it. Because the way it was set up is we had a platform in the middle that spun, and then we had a track around that platform with a, with a dolly that had the camera. And then it would just spin around while the – sometimes the camera on the outside would just spin. Sometimes only the platform would spin. Sometimes both would spin. So it was just a cool mm-hmm. – in terms of filming it, on the – just filming it was super fun. It was mostly not to create a video with so much meaning or so much of a story. It was just, just to create a video where it looks cool. The colors look great, and it just is like eye candy. Mm-hmm. You're very confident like on camera. Yeah, yeah. Did you do anything, you know, before you started doing the music and the music videos? Did you do any acting? I mean, how did you get so confident on camera? I think I'm naturally just great on camera. <laughs> I don't know, because I never did <laughs> acting or anything like that. Um. I never did any modeling, acting, anything along those lines. Um, in the future, it would be cool to be in a couple movies. But for now, I mean, to be honest, I can tell you, I don't know. It, it's just, I would just, mm-hmm. in front of the camera, I just do what I do, and it ends up looking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure part of it's the Miami influence. Everyone's so fashionable there. Just everyone, you know, walk down the street, everyone looks like a model. Do you think you, you've soaked up a lot of the Miami style? Um, yeah, that's, that's a great point. Um, yeah, I feel like kind of, because the genre that I make is urban pop. Obviously, urban, Miami's urban. Um, Italy, Milan, where I grew up, urban. Tokyo, Japan, where I went to school, urban. So it's like all these places where it's like very, very urban. So mm-hmm. I believe that obviously has a big influence on my music, my sound, my personality. So yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. So what other songs on your EP are you making videos for? We just put out 305 two days ago, and then we filmed Four Door three days ago, and then we are putting out the video for four door about next week i'd say and then we're filming shibuya at the end of the month and putting that out next month wow so i mean it was that's, quality yeah like five times i mean it's always a videos. challenge yeah to do five videos especially you know during covid how how are you able to you know be so prolific during the quarantine i mean it's it's, it's obviously tough to film videos and then already on top of that, the Corona virus, which um, obviously just like holds you back from like doing everything you want to do, but it's kind of just keeping everything. You want to keep everything at a certain quality. And then you don't want to like, you don't want to make it look like you don't care. I want like, I want to make it look like anyone can watch any video, love it. And then on top of that, filming these videos is tough. I mean, to do a video for every song, it's a lot of work, but it's the work that I want to put in to succeed. I want to keep great videos, great music, great content, and just try to be as great as I can be. And if it's mm-hmm. tough, it's tough. I work through it. Um, and life's tough in the end. I mean, you're not, not everything's going to be perfect. There's some shoots we've had where the night before someone can't show up and it's all stuff you have to take into account because there's so much stuff that can, that can happen. 
And anytime something happens, you have to have a plan B, a plan C, a plan D, a plan E to the point where no matter what happens, you're so solid that nothing can stop you. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing I think you do have advantage of with your age is during the, the whole pandemic and people, you know, adjusting by doing meetings on Zoom and doing concerts online and just, you know, finding ways through technology, it sounds like the younger you are, the more, you know, the faster you're adapting to all this. Was that something like right off the bat you thought, okay, I need to do concerts online or I need to reach my fans, you know, a lot more through social media because you can't do live concerts right now? Yeah, so now we're just focusing a lot on social media. We're focusing a lot on promoting marketing because that's that's going to be the new wave. That's the future of music. It's going to be a lot of social media. The virtual concerts, obviously, I, I was, just came out three weeks. I was nobody. So it's still hard to do concerts in the future once everyone gets vaccinated and everyone's good to do um, good to start doing shows. I obviously want to do festivals. I want to open up for people. There's a lot of stuff that I want to do on that side. But for now, it's mainly just focusing on social media, keeping great content and keeping it consistent. Well, you're still going to school, which is you know just amazing that, I mean, thinking back to high school, I don't think anyone in my school like put out an album. So, like, nowadays, are you the exception or, like, you know, at your school, are, are your classmates putting out albums? Um, I feel like I know a couple of people that have put out some albums, but it's not, it's not, I'm, I'm just going to be honest, it's not at the quality which I put out because they're not obviously taking it as seriously as I am because this is my, like, this I want, this I take so seriously, it's unbelievable. Like, this is what I want to do as my future. This is what I want to do for my life. So it's like I put my heart and soul into this. So obviously they're putting out projects, but it's just something done casually. I've never met anyone my age that's taken this as seriously as I am. But um, I I think I'm a special case just because I don't really see much people that are my age that are that motivated to do one thing and then know and learn everything about that one thing to make sure they can succeed. Is it hard to finish school now because are you just so chomping at the bit to just go out there and do music full time? Yeah, it's 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 tough because um, I still have to graduate. I still have to do all the homework. I have to do everything. And it's not like I'm taking easy classes. It's not like I'm still taking difficult classes. But mm-hmm. it, it's tough, but it's just stuff I have to work through. Mm-hmm. Like when you put out your videos with each new one, I mean, do people at school say, DG, I saw the new video. I mean, is there an awareness of the people around you that you're putting all this stuff out? Yeah, there's the awareness. There's, I definitely see the awareness. Um, people, because now it's online, so but I'll get like texts from people or I'll call someone and say, oh, I saw the new video. I loved it. There's stuff like that. I haven't gotten real any... I haven't really gotten any negative feedback from the people around me so mm-hmm. far, which is awesome to hear. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you've got this special window, you know, where you're not quite full time, you know, you're on the verge of it, but you know, are you also going to make an effort to enjoy, you know, this last time, you know, before going out there, like to say, well, this is, you know, going into my senior year of high school, I still want to, you know, have that part of my life too. Yeah, it's, I I thought about it a lot, but 
it kind of just got to the point where I like I thought I need to set my priorities. I could either kind of relax and just do music casually and then just still enjoy my last year of high school. But then I realized I'm 17. Like I'm I'm still young obviously, but the amount of time that I have left in terms of my and what I want to achieve, I want to achieve certain things by certain times and I realized that I really have to start working now. I have to start putting everything I have into this. So by the time I'm 2021, 20, I'm somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Were you just born with this drive or, or is this something that you learned from someone? Um, I always, I always had a drive to, cause a lot of the times when I was a kid, I'd always set goals and try my best to achieve those goals. For example, um, like for example, um, when I was in middle school, pairs of shoes that I wanted and obviously these pairs of shoes were expensive it's like $220 for a pair of shoes and then obviously a little kid cannot afford that so then with the little money I had from just like allowance or Christmas gifts I had like $20-$30 left and then um, I took that $20-$30 I went on Amazon I purchased a bag of 40 lollipops for $20 and then I just was at school and I was just selling these lollipops for a dollar each. So I'd profit $20 per bag of lollipops. And then I just kept on doing that and doing that for months. And then when I realized I had enough money, I just went and got the pair of shoes I wanted. And it's the same thing with music. Like the moment, um, like when in high school, like towards the middle of high school, I realized that there's certain things that I wanted. Like when I first got into music, the equipment's not cheap. I mean, to get the really, really good equipment, it's not cheap. So I obviously had to find other ways to make money. And one of those ways was selling graphics cards, which are like, um, they're like graph, they process the graphics and, um, and computers. So I just mm-hmm. buy those first for a certain price. Like let's say $400 on average, they range, but on average I'd buy one for $400 and I'd sell it for eight, seven, 800. And then I just kept on doing that to afford a lot of the, what is it called? A lot of the music equipment. And then in between that, mm-hmm. in between the graphics cards and the lollipops, I also had like a period of time where I was designing shoes for other people. And then I made some money there. Wow. Well, in addition to performing, you also started your own record label. Mm-hmm. So is that always like going to be hand in hand? It sounds like you're just as much of, an entrepreneur as you are an artist. hundred percent. Um, I started Dietrich records in October because when you, when you look at the music industry, I mean, it's a lot more, there's a lot of benefits to signing to a major label, but I was confident that I was, I wasn't confident. I was just hopeful. I was hopeful that I could talk to my family, talk to family members that, and I would be able to raise money. And luckily, I have a super supportive family. I have a very tight-knit family. We're all, and everyone's super supportive of me um, following this, following this dream. But it, um, I was hopeful. I, I hoped that I could raise enough money. And then once I realized that I had raised a certain amount of money, I um, decided just to open the record label on my own because that's what's going to be most beneficial. And if I have my own, if I have a decent amount of money where I can afford certain expenses that people, normally independent artists, wouldn't be able to afford, I realized that instead of just putting out music and expect, hoping for a major label to sign, I could take action and I could 
put everything in my hands. Mm-hmm. And um, also own all my publishing, own all my masters. Just because a lot of the times, not everyone around you is going to be as motivated as you. When you're at a label, that label is most likely not going to be as excited to promote your music as you are going to be excited to promote your music. So by putting it into mm-hmm. my hands, I just gave myself all the power to do to pretty much control my destiny, really. Because I know how hard I'm going to work. I know how much time I put into it. So I just thought it was a better option. Mm-hmm. Well, it would be great to have a hit on the U.S. charts, but do you also want to, you know, get on the charts in Italy or in Japan? I mean, what what's your scope here? Definitely. My goal is to become, like, super, super global just because – I'm a very global person. I, I, I'm Japanese, Italian, American. Obviously, we're going to take everything one step at a time. First, we're going to focus on U.S. But once I get to a certain point in U.S., in the U.S., my goal is to become huge in Europe and Asia. Those are huge markets. That um, and even in Japan, like for example, in Japan, it's an untapped market. Like rap music and hip hop, hasn't been big there for decades. So if I can kind of be the artist to kind of break through, it's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. And also, don't you think people want a little relief from uh, K-pop right now? So that is so dominant everywhere. A hundred percent. K-pop had its reign. Hopefully I come in and then everyone's listening to Dietschy having a great time. And then, um, Yeah. So K-pop would be like 80s rock and pop, and then you're coming in like grunge in the early 90s. Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here, although even though you weren't born there, but are there any like surprising genres of music you like? Like, do you like classic grunge? Is there anything, you know, beyond rap and hip hop that you really like? Um... I'm not super big into it, but sometimes in the morning I'll be in the shower and I'll play some opera music. It makes me feel powerful. <laughs> it makes it just makes me feel like, I don't know, because I feel sometimes in a movie you'll see opera music playing while one of the characters is doing something. And I don't know, mm-hmm. I feel like listening to opera music is kind of, I don't know, it's just a habit of mine. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like if you're, you know, building an empire, opera would fit that because it sounds like, you know, you want to go for something big. And it sounds like people who dream big and think big, like like big operatic music. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like you have, I don't know, at, well, at 17, you have such a, a clear vision. Do people around you or, you know, I mean, what does your family think? Is this what they've always groomed you for? Or did they just turn around and say, Dietschy, you know, where did you get this from? They think I'm crazy. They don't know. <laughs> it's, it's like, like, obviously, like, my parents work super hard. So I probably got my work ethic from them. Or I most definitely got my work ethic from them. But it was unexpected. Super. Even if you would have asked me, if you asked me six months ago, I was going to be, I was going to be on, on, um, I was, I would be talking to you on a podcast right now. I would say you're crazy, but just things mm-hmm. always have a way of working out. And, um, 
yeah, I made it all in my head. I have everything I want, everything I want to achieve already built inside my head, and now I just have to go do it. Mm-hmm. We're going to wrap up here in a moment. Um, first, I want to make sure that people know how they can discover you and your music online. Yeah, so you can see my Instagram, at Dici Music, D-I-C-I Music. It's one word. And then my website is DiciMusic.com, D-I-C-I Music.com. Um, TikTok, DiciMusic.com, or D- just Dici Music, I'm sorry, D-I-C-I Music. YouTube is just Dici, and on, on, um, which is D-I-C-I. On YouTube, you can see the videos that are up right now, which are Bar for Bar, Vector, and 305 Interlude will have four door out next week, I'd like to say, and then Shibuya will be out next month. Okay. Well, the thing I like most about rap and hip hop is it's constantly evolving, and you can really use it to, you know, express yourself in a lot of different ways and to incorporate a lot of different musical styles. So for you, you know, now that you've made this full EP, you've really got your feet wet. What is the direction you want to take it in the coming years? Um, obviously, I want to continue quality. I want to continue making a video for every single song I put out, as long as it's possible. Um, I want to put out another uh, another EP in May. It'll be more or less six songs. Um, and then also kind of expanding urban pop, because urban pop is my creation. It's like... Um, it's kind of a genre I created for my music just because I feel like my music isn't specifically rap because there's so mm-hmm. much, there's so many different influences on my music. So I just decided to call it urban pop. So it's kind of another goal is just to create like this new genre where it's like music that you can't tell if it's rap or hip hop or pop. You just throw an urban pop. Mm-hmm. Well, are you getting approached uh, with, collaborators and would you like to collaborate with other people for now i'd i'd be open to it as long as i it really i'm really depends on the person if i really like their music and i like them as a person then 100 percent i'd be open to collaborations but um i'm 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 pretty picky i'd like to say with like who i hang around with so it's i'd be super open as long as i like the music i like the person and um yeah so if you could pick one dream producer to work with who would that be um the producer would be Giuseppe D he is the best producer mhm and finally one last uh chance to inspire all the 17 year olds listening right now for those people your age who are just trying to figure out, you know, how to pass their next exam and haven't even thought about graduating from high school, what's your advice to them to kind of get it together and start making plans for their future? I think the best thing to do is you find something you love to do that you can do all day, no matter what. If you're happy, if you're sad, if anything happened, you can just go to that thing and it makes you feel great. Just find that one thing in your life that that does that to you and then monetize it. I like that. Well, his name is Dichi, D-I-C-I, currently in 
Miami, originally from Italy, with some stops along the way in Japan. I, I just love uh, your enthusiasm, and, and I think you really are inspiring for people of all ages. So I just really wish you Thank much you. success with this project. Thank you very much. <laughs> 